the Justice Podcast with your hosts, Damber Wagner and Jacob Willis. Hey, we are back with episode 38. It's your girl, Just Living Baby. And it's your boy, Jacob Willis. And you tune in to the Justice Just Podcast. Podcast. Happy New Year! <laughs> uh, wow, we sure did miss you guys. We took a little breaky. <laughs> now we're backy. Okay. Does it feel good? Oh my God, it feels so good. Right, damn. <laughs> so what's been going on? How was your break? What you been up to? I know you went out of town. Did we talk before, after that? Yeah. Well, we talked, but we didn't talk to them. Okay, cool. That's what I'm saying. Yes. We talk. You notice us. Right. Us. Um, th- my break was good. I went home to Texas. Okay. Um, for Christmas. I saw mm-hmm. my nieces, my nephew. It was just a, it was a house full of crying babies. Okay, okay. Okay, but I had a good time. It was a home cooked meal. Me and my sisters all took a turn of cooking um mm-hmm. in the kitchen. Every night somebody made you dinner. Make seafood. You know I made seafood. Ooh, I already know. I made my pasta with lobster and shrimp and chicken. It was so good. And then um my sisters washed the dishes. Every time somebody Cooks, we all volunteered at the washing dish. So it's like you That's cook awesome. and then we clean. Mm-hmm. So we had a good time. We opened presents. My grandfather was in a hospital for a little bit. He had surgery, but he's okay. good. Yeah. Yes. He came home good. rolling, ready to go outside, smoke a cigarette. Like there it nothing is. Nothing ever happened. How was your Christmas? Very quiet, very low-key. You know, it's just me and my mom. So she was the only one really would give. So I was just there, but I was glad to be alive, glad to have another year with her. And um, just taking everything in. Very simple. But I did love seeing your story. Like she's so much love there. It was the Christmas trees and the presents and the kids on your laps and, oh, they're calling you uncle and this and that. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. Seriously. I be living through people's stories sometimes. Like, <laughs> Thank you, yeah, friend. Yeah, no, for real. It was cool. You're such a good storyteller, narrator. It's just the way you broke right. it I was there. watching. I was on it. <laughs> <laughs> I see chicken and dumplings. I haven't had no authentic, real Southern chicken and dumplings in years. I love chicken and dumplings. Was it good? It was so good. My grandma makes really good chicken and dumplings. I tried to make it before, but it, it was soggy. Right, right, right. So it turned out good. But I had a good time, and I was so glad to be back with you to spread in the New Year's with new cheer. What did you do for New Year's? New Year's Eve, I went out. So you know, reach out. I was like, "What's we ho?" Yes, I was like, "We ho." <laughs> Um, I went to Toka Madeira first. Okay. Uh, my friend was DJing. You okay. know, my boy Ty. Shout out mm-hmm. to DJ Ty. And then um, I went to West Hollywood. I was getting drunk. Nobody can handle I'm sorry. Nobody can really handle their liquor like me. I'm telling you. Oh, please. It's something about it. I just, like, everybody that I was with all blacked out and had to go. So I was stuck alone. So I said, you know what? I should have went to church. So I went home. Um, I was in bed by 2.15. Okay. And I listened to some praise music. And I went to sleep. That was okay, it. Yeah. I brought mine in. I did something different this year, you all. I went to church. I brought it in at, um, what was it, Faithful Central, located in Inglewood. Yes. It was a great service. It was great music. Um, yeah, it was it was a good time. Um, brought it in sober. No hookah, no drink. Actually had black eyed peas for the first time this year. You know, they say that's like a tradition. Wow. So I had some of those. Who made them? Um, it was like a little catering truck. Outside of the uh, church? No, got that on the side somewhere else. Oh, okay. Afterwards. Where'd you go after? I went home. Okay. But I had to get some food. They had that. They had, um, what else? Uh, they had the black eyed peas, the fried chicken, mac and cheese, you know. Did you get the whole plate? Uh, and did, and ate it all. Yes. Yes, yes I did. <laughs> um, yeah, this year's been starting off pretty, um, whew, I don't know. It's, it's just different. How do you feel? I personally feel good, but I feel like I'm just searching for something, but I don't know what yet. <laughs> You're on the hunt. I'm on the hunt for something. I need to be fulfilled, but I don't know what it is to fulfill me. Mm, fulfillment. Yes, it's what I'm searching for. Yeah. But what are you manifesting for this year? Patience. Uh, um, financial discipline. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, hearing from God. Okay, okay. Fasting more because I don't fast. Mm-hmm. Um. Just making better decisions as a whole, growing, um, just doing things I've never done before, going out the country. Okay. Um, I would like to, you know, go to different states and have live mm-hmm. shows there, mm-hmm. collab with people. I'm manifesting some some top dog shit this year. I want, I, like I want money overflow. But yes. in order for, you know, I think everybody wants more money. Mm-hmm. But in order to have that, you have to make better decisions. How is God going to bless you with the money? You're already making bad financial decisions. It's like, I maybe I'm not ready for that large loan sum mm-hmm. yet. And that's why he's holding it back. Because you know I love to be outside. For 
sure. Every, every chance I get some dollars, I'm like, I put this away. I go outside and I'm like, oh, let me take that with me. But at least see, but you make the right step. You put it away. Right, but then I some lately I've been going back to it. I need to slow down. I need some discipline. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> well, at least you have something to go back to. Right. You know, because I get it and I just spend it. I don't right. I don't put it in the pocket. Mm -hmm. I need to do that. So that's one of my goals this year is when I get right. some money, just put some away. Mm -hmm. My mom's been saying that for decades. And you know, I just brush it off. But I'm gonna be 30 this year. That's so it's time for me to oh, man up, yeah, for real. 30, 30. Yes. Definitely excited. I know it's going to be a big party. You know, and you're going to be there. Mm, of course. Right. Yes. <laughs> this, this year, I'm definitely trying to manifest more money, some financial income, yeah. definitely, and healthy relationships, as in friendships. Yeah. I need them good. Right now, I came into the new year, like, really, <clears throat> like, I got you, post. of course. But yeah, it's just really like me. I haven't been talking to anybody. I haven't been going out like that. It's been very, like, just calm. I don't know. And it's so different. It's, it's scary. It's yeah. uh, but may, it's just a transition. You're about to transition to a new part of your life. It is. And sometimes that's just the way it is. Right. And just, uh, yeah, things will never be the same. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday, I was on one of those little scooters, and the air was just hitting my face and I just was so thankful like I started to get emotional I started to smell it was like a, a familiar smell I smelled it was like a a breakthrough kind of I was like wow I'm just so grateful for everything that's what I'm talking about I'm like wow I'm thankful for the air that I breathe I just started being thankful just for and, your existence yeah you don't have to be here I don't I could have flew off that scooter and somebody could have hit me oh no <laughs> oh no ooey <laughs> Oh my gosh! Did you make a vision board? I did not make a vision board. You did not. No, it's not I, too late. We were going to do a vision board party in Texas, but I had to leave before everybody. Gotcha. You know, I had to get back to work. Right, right, right. I made mine. I put it on the back of my phone just to look at it every day. That's smart. Yeah, you know, just get me going. Okay, I want a new truck. Okay, I need some money. Okay, I want a little nigga. I need, you know. I actually wrote down my goals though. Right. Oh, speaking of goals, let me tell y'all, do you know that it's a difference between resolution and goals? It's not a big difference, but it's a difference. So when you have a resolution, a resolution is basically a statement. Now, that statement kind of like tweaks your psyche. Like, okay, I want to save money or I want to lose weight. It just puts it in your mind, right? But when you have a goal, behind a goal is something that you actually want to achieve. So it's steps behind a goal. Like, okay, I want to lose weight, but what I'm going to do to lose weight is I'm going to get up. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to fast. I'm going to use my waist trainer. You know, it's steps to lead up to that. Right. Ooh. Yeah. I've been reading more, y'all. Don't play with me. Don't play with it. Don't play with okay. it. Okay. Yeah. I know that's right. Yes, friend. Yes. That's like the stepping, the stepping uh, stool. For sure. This year, I'll be 33. I can't be playing around no more. I'll be 30. Oh, my goodness. I'm stepping into We're your club. climbing the ladder. Hopefully, it can <laughs> sustain me. <laughs> Don't fall, please. Ooh, shaking a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know we usually start off the episode with a mental health moment, but, you know, we're just letting the Holy Spirit use us today, mm -hmm. darling. And uh, um, the mental health moment is don't feel like you have to complete your goals overnight. It's a new year, and during this time, a lot of people are depressed. A lot of people are, they feel like they have a deadline to get something done. You don't have a deadline. Every day, just take a step towards your goals um, and just try to do better every day of your life. It shouldn't have to be like a one time a year that you start to think about things that you want to accomplish. No, we should be doing these things daily. But of course, it's more motivation when everybody's doing it at one time. So don't feel the pressure. Um, just work at your own pace and try to become better every day. For sure. If you have the mindset and the willingness every day that I just want to do better, just do something. One thing to just make you better. That's already huge. Yeah. Because those little things add up. Every little step I take. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know the rest. <laughs> you will be there. Every little. Okay. I'm, okay, I'm yeah, off. Yeah. I can already that. hear Casey. Because <laughs> it was definitely flat. Okay. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, my God. So, I saw a video online uh, yesterday where um, there was a birthday dinner, and a girl, I guess, invited her man to the birthday dinner. Mm -hmm. There were seven girls mm -hmm. and one man. And the birthday girl was demanding one of her friend's man to pay for the uh, meal. She was like, it's only $700, and there's a, a group feel, I mean, a group, I mean, a group um, of women, and he can't pay the $700. It's my birthday. Yeah, first of and all. And she was like, I, it's not his responsibility to feed all you guys. True. Like, who does that? Right, because you invited your friend. She invited her man. But also, why would she invite her man? It's a group of girls. 
That's you true. Are, are you insecure that he had to be there? You don't want to leave him at home? Well, why did he have to be there? Did the birthday girl invite him with hopes that he would pay for the bill? Right. So that was kind of tricky. But for the birthday girl to just demand that, it seemed like it was a skit because it's like, are you serious? And she was really upset. Upset. Yeah. And the girls and the other girls were upset too at the table. They're like, right. I'm not paying for nothing. Like cackling dog. I'm like, how ghetto. It was, yeah. There's uh, seven people in a seven hundred dollar table. That's hundred dollars a person. I understand the birthday girl really are, are, isn't supposed to be paying for her. Mm-hmm. I think, but that's why when we talked about this in the past, like as far as do you feel like you should pay for your b- birthday dinner on your birthday? That's why I'm like, I don't want to really have birthday dinners unless I'm paying for it all. You know what I mean? Okay. I don't like all that back and forth stuff. But they were like, ew, that's so tacky to split checks. What did you expect? And at that big age, why are you <coughs> coming out without $100 to eat? Period. Right. Stay your ass at home. Especially for a birthday dinner. You already know. It's already $100 for, exactly. for drinks alone. Ain't nobody going to Chili's for their birthday. You going to the top of the top. Hello? Mm-hmm. But you can't handle it. So you need to be eating at maybe Chili's. <laughs> Go to Dave & Buster's and get a little card, play Hello. some games. For sure, for sure. Oh, that's, that's actually kind of fun. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind Dave & Buster's, absolutely. When you've done all of those fancy dinners, for me, like my birthday, I don't as long as I'm with somebody that I love or just mm-hmm. appreciate, I don't care where we go. Genuine vibes. Right. Yes, yes. Should we go? A little nice chunk of cheese. But yeah, David Buster's, why not? Play a little basketball. Right. Get on the motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Right. They got some hot wings. Air hockey. I enjoy David Buster's. I'll be eating there having so much fun. I'll be sweating. Okay. For real. Like, I really get down. Hot wings. <laughs> Fred, how you go throw a ball with them deals? No, you know, that's not the big bowling ball, David Buster's. They got the, the little, oh, the little... one. <laughs> yes, yeah, the one that they used to have at Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, you used to throw it like this. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Well, good luck to that situation. Right. <laughs> okay, so feeling like you have to make the cut for somebody's attention. Yes. What's that about? Because you put that on the outline. So talk to me. Is that you something you're going through? No. You're in competition? No. But you just... Oh, I'm in competition. Yes. That's... <laughs> <laughs> and that stuck with me. I didn't forget that. So I was you like, really you really did it. No. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, you all, I don't want to say any names, so I'm, I'm pumping this person up a little bit too much and they don't deserve it. But anyways, I was dealing with this gentleman, you know, we were getting to know each other, going on dates, having fun. So, this past weekend, on the new year, actually, we had a conversation. And he was telling me, like, you know, you don't like a little competition. Like what? Having a conversation, he said me, I don't like competition. Meaning he wants me to compete with other females that are in the same little field that he's in. And it's it's like a battle, basically. A battle of interests. Yeah. Who could do the most? Um, who's showing up more? Uh, it's, it's a fight. And it's like, first of all, you're not that dude like that. Never have been, never will be. You, you, you probably can get there. But right now, you're not that dude like that to be demanding somebody to compete with you. But if you really like somebody, it's no competition. Who does that? Right. What are you thinking about? How could you tell a female that you you don't like to be in competition? Like, fight for me, basically. So your observation of women is for every woman that wants you to have to fight for a love, whether that be finances or just showing up. Who can who can outdo each other? Right. You're already putting women against each other. So at the end of the day, it's like, what do you really want? Right. Exactly. Who do you really want? And that's how you look at me as a woman, that you feel like I have to compete for you with right. other women? That's what I'm worth? A competition. Right. And none of those girls are on your level at, at all. So, you know, it's just the ignorance. But you know what? I'm glad that he's showing that now. You got to start thinking now. Okay, you know what? Okay, he done this. He's doing this. This is the type of woman that he wants. And that's not who I am. Mm-mm, no, because I can't do it. You're a you're a queen and you don't have Come to compete for no king. Do you think I didn't tell him? I said I'm not doing that. Right. I, I'm so thankful that he told me. I wrote him a little nice paragraph. I said, Hey, I want no parts. Thank you for everything. You have a good one. He responds, shaking my head. Go ahead and shake it till it break on off. Right. I'm good. Yeah. And conversation is done. Men feel like, you know, it's it's crazy how men feel like because a woman gives them a little bit of attention that that justifies them the right to mm-hmm. um, belittle them. Right. And to put them against each other and make them feel like they have to climb a ladder to reach you at the top. Right. Like, do you see me as below? Exactly. And for a man to just think because of just looks, because he wasn't really giving much. You just think because of how you look that you deserve all of this. You can look good on the outside and be bitter on the inside. Like, exactly. that doesn't even matter. It doesn't at all. Come wow. On. Reality. Yeah, like that really was like grinding my gears. Yeah, it kind of it really disappointed me. Like, and it happened on the first. I'm like, damn, come on, New Year. Here we goddamn go. Right? Well, first, you didn't make the cut. Right. 
Right. Bye. Adios. You don't have to compete for nobody, friends. So, you got you fucked up for real. I'm taking my time this year. Like I said, my word of the year is intention. Yes. I want to move with intent. And um, that's all I can say. What's your word of the year? Discipline. Okay. I need Love discipline. I need it. 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 I made too many bad I feel like decisions. Like you really mean it too. I, I really do. I made so many bad decisions last year. Not just with my finances, just um, yeah, I could have made better decisions. Mm-hmm. I need discipline. Absolutely. And, and what patience. is hold on, what is y'all word of the year? Comment below, please. Please comment down below because I am gonna read. I wanna know. Mm-hmm, I do. Mm-hmm. Maybe that I can add someone to my roster. Okay. Pasta lobster. Let's see. That video. Oh, my God, with the man. Did you see the soldier boy? Soldier boy know. flew. Know y'all saw that <laughs> in Las Vegas at court. What was, do you know the situation? Um, yes. Behind it? Uh-huh. I, I have it right here. It's been going viral right now on social media, y'all. He literally leaped across the courtroom to get to the judge. Yep. Uh, Redden's attorney requested that Judge Mary Kay... Sentenced his client to probation to which she responded, end quote, I think it's time he get a taste of something else. Shortly after, uh, Ridden can be seen running, then then jumping over the court bench to grab the judge by her hair. And honey, when I told you he landed, okay, mm-hmm. he jumped over and he tackled the woman. Okay. It took three guys to get him off. But it's like, where were the guards? Like, they could have prevented all of that. Aren't they supposed to be right there up on him? Like, he had too much free free space right there. How did you even let him run over there? That's what I'm saying. That's he didn't why run. He, he jumped. Yeah. He flew. He soared he through so- the courtroom, okay? <laughs> he tackled. Touchdown. Right. Yeah, and they were just sitting there. It took a while, too, for them to come over. Mm-hmm. Like, what would Beyonce say? You getting fired. Somebody getting fired. Sure. They're all getting fired. And that's a lawsuit. Right, because she's a judge. So how does it work when a judge has to go to court? You know? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, like a judge is going to like sue him or sue the court. I don't know. And now she is probably going to be so traumatized. She's not going to want to be in the judge room no more. She's probably going to retire for real. Maybe. But I know she feels good that she did not let him out for that. He Look at the behavior he still has. Right. He ain't changed none. Yeah. But can you imagine all the things that happen in courtrooms? The countless of videos I've seen, like when people, um, somebody uh, murdered someone, and the family's there with them in court, and they try to kill them and attack them. That would be me too. So I understand. Mm, Okay, okay, I can feel that. Yeah, people really be getting active in court. You got to be careful. True. I want to discuss this story now. I don't know if you guys saw it. It happened out here in Southern California. Let me share with California. y'all. California. Yes. It was in Pomona, okay? Southern California couple selling iPad on offer up, attacked by armed robbers in Pomona. Now, they pulled up, a couple, pulled up, had the iPad ready to sell. It was two young boys. Not only did they show up with no money, they showed up and pulled a gun out for an iPad. All that for an iPad. Put the gun to the guy's neck. The guy is trying to put all the attention on him so they will leave his girl alone, you know? And he's literally holding on to the iPad for dear life. He's not giving it to them. They are pistol whipping him. By the end of the video, it was blood gushing down his face all over iPad. And the guys end up getting the iPad and running off. And his Tesla, the guy that was selling the iPad, his Tesla caught everything. Wow. A Tesla. Thank God for a car. I'm telling you. But it was very crazy. Like, what? All that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, you holding on to it. You're like, you're not going to get this. Ready to risk your life for the iPad. And they still got away with the iPad. And they were really pistol whipping him. And it was crazy because it was daytime in, in, in a public area, like by a park in a neighborhood. Nobody, you didn't see anybody come outside or anything. Yeah. Wild. I'm like, is the iPad really worth that much that you really want to pistol whip somebody for? Can't be an iPad. What are you even doing with that? Right. Is there information in there? Like, what what's going on? Right. Poor guy. And I'm glad that the person that got pistol whipped and the person that was selling the iPad is alive. Right. And hopefully they find those two guys. Yeah. And they get arrested immediately. Exactly. But you know, there's probably so many other stories that are like that that we don't even hear about. Right. There's a lot of things going on right now. Yeah. Um, my friend Roxy was. Um, in her car, and this gentleman came in. Well, not no fucking gentleman. Let, let me correct myself. Okay. This uh, this bastard. Because mm. if you had a father, you wouldn't ever. Ooh. 
demean or disrespect a woman like that, banging on her car window, saying, get the fuck out the car. She didn't hit them. She didn't cut them off, nothing. She was literally parked. She felt like it was sex trafficking. They were trying to kidnap her. Shut up. They kept shaking. They were shaking her car, trying to get her out of her car. Yes. And she was just sitting there like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Thank God the door was like, you know, since you sit in the car and the door is not locked. Right. So they walked away from the car and she tried to, you know, skirt out and they were trying to chase her, but she got out. Same thing happened with my aunt in Texas. She was at H-E-B parking lot mm-hmm. and a guy told her to get out the car. She literally opened the door. Oh, my aunt. She opened the door, but the opposite side and ran out the car. <laughs> you know what? Have this car. Take it off. She said, "You." And she sprinted. But the same thing. Yeah, there's a lot of sex trafficking going on right now. People are not safe. Yeah. No. So if you can carry a pistol, <laughs> carry one at this point. No, for sure. And times, you know, you think they're going to get better. They're just getting worse. They are getting worse. They're just getting worse. That's why it's, it's so important to have a relationship. It, it, it does, I don't know who y'all believe in, but with a higher power, it's very important. Yes. You have to. You got to be aware of your surroundings because sometimes we, we're just so comfortable. It's like being you, we just sit here, anything can happen. But, we, you know, we have faith in God. We know that we we're protected. But still, at all times. Nothing's guaranteed. None. You saw all. what happened with the guy in New York at the train station. The the um, white man and the black guy they were um, arguing and, and he uh, got pushed. Yes. Well, it, I feel, but I feel like you know the black guy they were tussling. They were tussling. And he just happened to go the wrong way. Yeah. And the train just came and that was it. That's it. He probably planned on going home, maybe feeding his dog, maybe called being with his wife. Uh. Uh-uh. No. No. Yep. You just never know. That is so true. Life was taken from him in five point two seconds, it, all because of an argument. Our egos get to us. Right. We start to fight, and he got tossed. Well, he. You know, he stumbled and he fell and the train came and hit him and smashed him. Yeah. Even on um, New Year's Eve, it was a party downtown L.A. It's been on the news as well. A young lady that has an eight-year-old daughter and um, some guy, they ended up getting shot and, and dying. What? Yes, at a party. Just, I guess, like, and they were, I don't even think they were targeted. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was gunfire and now they're not here anymore. Yeah. Even being in the in the LGBT community, being in the gay clubs, recently I haven't been feeling comfortable and I feel like a certain energy is about mm-hmm. something that's going on. And I'm like, you know, at any moment, I feel like people that don't like the community could come in and blast us at any moment. And you know what? Every time I go out there, my mom always tells me to be careful because, you know, you see people, when you're in WeHo, it's like a whole strip. Yeah. And it's full of, you know, gays and everything, just enjoying themselves and living life. Anybody can just come and just, you never know. Yes. God forbid, but that's the world that we live in that you have to think like that and that is so upsetting yeah I'm always paying attention to people now I'm like ooh if yeah. they look a little suspicious I'll go to the opposite side of the club right, or stay by the door or be outside on the patio because I got it I'm quick to run out exactly and I've been having more vivid dreams lately oh here you go I have I really have mm. I had a dream when I was in Texas okay. Um, it was, and it wasn't nothing scary nothing but literally an Uber picked me up and it was a shared lift and I'm like our lift not an Uber is a lift and I'm like why are there people in the car so there is a person in the front and two people in the back, and then I just got it. And the car smells so bad. Mm. When I tell you in my dream, it smelled so horrible. I put my um, shirt over my nose, and then in that moment, I realized I was dreaming. I was wow. like, I was like, wow, Jacob, you're in a dream. I said, okay, so just observe everything. So I was just observing everything in this dream, and I'm like, I was smelling again. I'm like, oh my god, I could smell everything. And then I looked down at my phone. The Uber driver pulls over and goes inside of a building, mm-hmm. and it says on the app that he will be in Jessica's apartment for 11 minutes. Okay. So I'm like, why is he going in somebody's apartment for 11 minutes mm-hmm. and just pulling over? So I was like trying to just sit there and make it make sense. I was just observing the people around me and just looking at them, and I'm like, wow. And it's like I feel like they knew that I knew that I was dreaming. Mm-hmm. But it was just so weird to me, like how you could be in a dream and actually smell and like feel. I started right, to feel stuff. Right. I'm like, wow, and I could just take control at any moment. But I was like, is God trying to show me something here? Sometimes they say that dreams are signs of something that's going to happen or a warning sign. Or, you know, when you see like your loved ones as well, like they're trying to tell you something or they're visiting you. It's so much with dreams. I know dreams are very important. But when you have conscien- consciousness of your dreams, it's totally, it's like. Yeah, that's different. It's mind blowing. Yeah. It's like you start to look at things like, okay, you know. Right. Do you ever try to like get yourself up? Uh, yes, but that's when I'm in my sleep paralysis. Oh, no, when I'm in my dreams, I can pop out of my dream by any yeah, moment. Yeah, same. I can be like, okay, this dream is stupid. No, I be having those dreams where I'm going to jail and stuff. I'm like, oh, like, please give <laughs> me up. No, seriously, like, those are the worst to me, going to jail. Yes. Oh, no. Have you ever had a dream when somebody had you fucked up? You was like, no, I need to go back to sleep and beat their ass. Sometimes, maybe in the past, I can say. Yeah. yeah. But then I go to sleep and I don't have a dream again. Have you ever had a sexual dream? I have a few times. I have. What happened? 
Okay, Jacob, please. Do tell. No, but it was just one time. And it was like I was laying, it was my bedroom though. And I was laying in the bed and it was a dude behind me. He was hitting it from the side. But my body actually felt like I was getting hit from the side, like my vagina. So when I woke up, I still felt it as if I was really doing it. What? And then it's so weird. Look, why the next month I start feeling like, oh my God, am I pregnant? But it was a dream. So that was like very weird to me. So me even talk about it is like kind of corny because why do I think I was Because <laughs> why do I think I was pregnant off a dream? But that's how real now it felt. Now she's waking up with child. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. It was really crazy. Like my body really felt it. Like my vagina, I woke up with my vagina throbbing. <laughs> yes. What? Oh, that really happened in real life. What? What about you? You ever woke up like you know? No, but in my that, sleep paralysis, I felt it. In my sleep paralysis, I did. <laughs> I did. I felt like somebody was fucking me. <laughs> I did, and it felt kind of good. It be feeling good, like and it's real. This is bad because I know people gonna be like Jacob. That was a, a spirit, and it was probably. But in my sleep paralysis, like he was talking to me too in my ear. Like a saying sex nasty, demon? yeah. Like saying nasty stuff to me in my ear, and I liked it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was horrible. But I was awake. <laughs> I was conscious. Sleep paralysis. Yeah. Right. I really think it was a demon, and I yeah. So you got to be careful with stuff. I rebuked that name of Jesus, but that did happen to me before. Wow. Do you think the demon is still in you? No. Oh, phew! Thank God. No, he got something left. <laughs> I had to rebuke Not him a after that. Boot type of demon. Uh, yes, I had to rebuke him <laughs> and cover my hole with the precious blood. Mm. <laughs> Lord. Well, let's flip it a little bit. I have been on, you know, the social media, but I haven't even really been feeling like posting that much this year, you know. But what I've been seeing is why are the bad situations so highly praised? We've already talked about this before, but it's getting worse, you know. The fights, the the baby daddy, baby mama drama, um... The killing. The killings. Everything like that is getting passed around. It's getting shared. It's getting thousands of comments. The arguments with, between people back and forth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Trying to figure out, oh, if people pregnant or not. All kind of stuff. Destruction. That. Yeah. Your heart saw what happened to Japan. Exactly. And then Japan began hit earthquake. Uh, the, the guy got stabbed in the neck. Stuff has been happening to Japan. The air, the airplane caught on fire. Mm-hmm. End times. Time to wake up. Mm-hmm. The signs are right in front of us. We just sitting here. It's it's toxic. Every time I go on the internet or go on Instagram, it's toxic. It's never nothing positive. No, and it's just so bad. And I really like, you know, now I go through the comments, people are arguing. They really are arguing about celebs that they don't even know. You're wasting your time and your day to argue about a whole celebrity's life that doesn't even know you exist, that doesn't care if you even have their back. Yeah. And you're wasting your time. It's looking goofy. As hell. You know, and with me also... I have a friend, and she sends me, like, memes. She sends me screenshots <laughs> and stuff. And it's like, you know, back in the day, it was cool to me. Like, oh, girl, look, her and her nigga getting into it. Oh, girl, look, they fighting. Oh, look, they they just got in a car accident. Look at this. And I would look at it and be in everybody's business. But now when she sends me that, it, it doesn't feel good. Right. It's not It's not doing anything for me. I'm wondering, why did I even like that in the first place? Yeah. Is it something about me? Like, was I feeling bad about myself and need to see something worse? And be like, oh, you ain't doing that bad. You good. Why was that so intriguing to me? Because now I can't. You grow. It. You've grown and elevated. Yeah. And God has opened your eyes to things where you're you're more vulnerable to, maybe, mm-hmm. or you uh, relate to. Mm-hmm. Back then, you probably didn't really care. You're like, oh shit, mm-hmm. like, oh my god. But now you're like, oh, you have a softer heart. Right, and I, it's like when I see that, I, I don't want any parts. Yeah. You know, and it's like people I'm, do really change. Yeah, don't send me no fighting. I don't want to see none of that. Like all that toxic shit, keep it away from me. Yeah, I don't want to see it at all. Yeah, that's why I appreciate when you send me affirmations, positive shit. It'd be funny shit. we be funny laughing. Videos, exactly. It, it ain't nothing exactly. like, you know, people killing and stuff like that. No, I don't want to see that. But it's like, how do you tell your friends that you have changed and, and that you want them to get on board with you? Because, you know, you try to tell your friends sometimes, it's like, what you talking about? Oh, you tripping. Because it's something so different and they're not used to it, they think that you're playing. Right. Give me, how do you get your friends to really be like, okay, well, she's serious. Maybe I should try to do something different. Or maybe she doesn't want to do this or see this. Maybe I should do that. You get me? Read the room, though. So It's not necessarily something that you have to do to make your yeah. friends see it. They should already see the change or they should already know that you're not, you know what I mean? Right. It's like you could just tell when somebody doesn't 
really react to things like that. Right. But it's even like, with me, I said I wasn't going to try to, I was trying, I'm trying not to go out at all in January. But like I tell my friends, they're like, yeah, right, huh? You'll be out this weekend. Oh, you'll be smoking tomorrow. You'll be drinking in. It's like, come on. Okay, well, you already- Lift me. Right, hello. Like, you could do it. Yeah. You see, y'all don't even understand. Me and Amber are at the studio right now. It's 9 o'clock in the fucking it's, morning. Okay, a.m. We, top we, of the morning. Okay, we're on episode 38, and we have never filmed at a morning, not one time. No, it's always evening, 7 8. Yeah. 7 8. So, I mean, you got to switch shit up sometimes. You do. You know, I don't want to wake up at no 9 a.m. You can ask Anisha. She know I was producing last night. Shout out to After Hours Podcast. I'm producing another podcast right now. And um, so I was here late. Mm -hmm. I didn't go out. I went home. I got in my bed. I watched some TV, ate some food. And I went to sleep to make sure that I had my eight hours to come here and show up. And I was on time today. See, us. It don't matter what I do. I can stay at home. I'm going to bed at 3. I don't know. Something's wrong with me. But I still get right up, though. <laughs> but I'm not getting my full sleep. Because midday, I'd be like, I need a nap. But you woke up with energy, though. I did. And I feel amazing. And I've been trying to get up early, trying to find me a routine. Just trying, like we said, to better my, to better ourselves. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. we, you know, it, we get too results. comfortable. Right. Different results. You got to do different shit. Yes. In order to be become successful in any field, you have to make change. You have to just go for it. Mm -hmm. Nothing's going to come to you. You're not going to lay in a bed and then things are just going to fall off the sky. You got to go out there and go get it. Exactly. Be determined. I feel like we lack the sense of being hungry. Right. I used to be so hungry when I lived in L.A. See? See? Out every day networking. Remember how you said we need mm -hmm. to just hit the pavement? I, that used to be me. I was out at every event. Every, there was not an event I wasn't that and I feel like I just got so comfortable it's like okay I'll just show up when I show up no right I need like, to get back to don't wait that. don't wait right. either if you want it go get it because if you really want it you're going you're not going to wait <laughs> how bad do you want it right right does it just pull something in you like I gotta have it right it's time you gotta have that energy yeah if you, if you don't take it, somebody else will. Mm -hmm. And then when they take it, you're going to be feeling all right. sad and oh, depressed. So why not me? me? It could have been. It should have. should have, and it's not. ass up. Right. Mm -hmm. They ain't saying, don't wait till you get older, baby. It's going to be too late. I wish when I was in my 20s, I accomplished See? that. You're right. I'm not going to be like you. Mm -mm. I'm going to get this done. Right. No, lately, you know, I'm sharing my personal business. So I have a little side hustle and stuff where I make money. But the way the economy is now, it's not as much as it was. So, yes, I'm still making money. But um, it's even harder to maintain my lifestyle. I'll put it like that. So I've been out here. I made a new resume this year. I have been, I've already filled out over 50 applications. Do you hear me? Yes. Over 50. I have the proof on my app. I have filled out over 50 applications. Had two interviews already. I didn't get those jobs. Rejection does hurt. But it's um, it just pushed me to do better. Yeah. You know? Okay, maybe you didn't say some right in this interview. Okay, maybe you need to tweak your resume. It just pushes me for more. How did you deal with the rejection and, and felt the and got the confidence to keep pushing forward? So at first, I was I cried, you know? Because you know you think, like, you the shit. You know, right. that's how I look at myself. I'm the shit. I'm about to get this. I got it. It's in the bag. I'm going to have a job tomorrow. It, it kind of brings you down. But I just told myself, this is something I want. Let's just keep going. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They say that rejection is the protection. But besides that, rejection is just putting you on a different direction. Okay, now. Come on, now. Yay. So I just pushed myself, Jacob, and I'm still out here. And God is going to direct you to the right jo job or the right path. Exactly. You know? Yeah, and I never thought I'd be here. Like, you know, I actually want a job, but I want a job. Like, I need a job. I want a job because I want to have a good life. You know, I need some money for longevity. I need to boost my savings. I want to take trips. I don't go anywhere, really, but Vegas every year. Yeah. I want to get on that plane. I want to go to Turks and Caicos. Yes. You know? Do some some other thing. Right. I want to go where the water's so blue. You yeah. And you're going to go to those places. We are going to go to those we places. We are going to go. And it yes. takes a, a lot of courage to come on a podcast like this. Mm -hmm. This is why, you know, this is a raw, uncut, and unapologetic podcast. For you to be such a big influencer and to say, you know what? No, I need a fucking job. Right, right. Dot com. Yeah. And you have no shame in going to working. Why? Because you shouldn't. Because this is the real shit right here. Exactly. This is real life. I think, We're not playing. <laughs> right. I think people think that a lot of influencers and people um, in the media or even in the industry don't work regular jobs. Just because they don't talk about it doesn't mean that they don't do it. Exactly. Or have side hustles. Because I know I got me a job on the side. Right. That's what I'm saying. And a sugar daddy. Right. Look, I take all sources of, I mean, all sources of payments, mm -hmm. baby. 
It's even people on the gram that the gram is their only source of income. It's some people that post promotion all day, all day. Get the get this deal, get this sale, get the all day. Yes. Because that's their form of, of income. Like you have to do what you have to do. Don't knock it until you try it. And that's just that. But yeah. I would like, you know, I, I I need a job. You know, hit me up. Los Angeles. <laughs> okay, look, I need a new job too. So Okay. Like, Not just any job, but you know, right. I'll be in somebody's office a little razzle dazzle, staples and papers or something. Hello. How would you answer if you worked at a call center? <clears throat> this is such and such media. Amber speaking. How may I assist you today? Okay, please hold. Hi, I'm back. So what I found out for you is that you can come in tomorrow. It's nine o'clock good. Awesome. Okay, see you soon. Yes. <laughs> but you know, I'm enthusiastic. You I, ready? I, I be at work on time. Okay, so but how you gonna react when people cussing you out on the phone? Well, I haven't thought of that far yet. <laughs> right? Okay, what would I say? Bitch, this is not even fair. I'm, like, I'm not doing that. But no, I'm, that's what they're saying to you. Like, bitch, this is not fair. Like, I would have said y'all companies are shaggy as fuck. You rude as fuck. Please hold. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get the supervisor. Right. I'm transferring you right now, ma'am. Right. Like, you know. Get this, you right. throw the fuck out of here <laughs> now. <laughs> I'm going to take my little job. Right. Yeah. Yes, creativity. I wanted to talk about creativity. Okay. Um, just trying like different things that I've never have create creatively. Jesus, I can't speak. I want to try oh. some things. <laughs> like, okay, I've never done a painting set, right? Mm -hmm. I want to do like a paint, like I want to try to paint and just do some different shit that I've never done before. Yes, you know. That'd be good. Testing my creativity is what I want. Mm -hmm. There we go. And they even have them with, um, well, you don't smoke, but like smoke and sip. Some of them have the hookah with it. That's a good time. Oh, well, I want to smoke and sip. They got them in Atlanta. Oh, that'd be good. Speaking they even of have Atlanta. the ones where you paint the man. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, your friend did that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. I want my painting up. But that'd be cool doing different things, stepping out the box. <laughs> out of the box. Uh-huh. Out of the box. Chica, chica, chica. Yeah. Um, yes. Speaking of Atlanta, by the way, you guys, we are planning on going to Atlanta for a live show. Mm -hmm. If you guys have any good venues, because, listen, I hit up a couple of venues out there in Atlanta. It's not really giving what's supposed to be gay. Mm. So if you live in Atlanta or you listen to this podcast, please, and you know, a great place where we can host a live show, please DM us or email us at justicepod at gmail.com. We are trying to come and turn up with y'all. We need strippers, performers. Right. At least let's fit, let's try to get in about two fifty to three hundred people in the venue. Yes, we want to do it on a weekend, and um, yeah, just have fun. Turn up, yes, yeah, yeah, strippers, um, male exotic dancers, um, some influencers, maybe get like a little rapper or two, a little performance. We really want to go out with a bang in Atlanta. Hello, and we need the best taco trucks outside, please. Taco trucks, they making that southern food. They got them southern trucks. But they got them lobster tacos and shrimp oh, tacos. There you go. Have tacos. <laughs> you know. Uh, I love getting underneath, underneath yeah. your skin. That is why. But no, I mean, I wouldn't mind. And then going to a little strip club because I love the strip club. Me too. I, a lot of people don't even know that the gay men really will be the ones throwing the money in the strip clubs. We really do. So when you see their asses, do you think about... No. Oh, no. I'm just, I'm not turned on by the strippers when I'm there. I just love to see them. It's like, you know when you got like a best friend and you popping them up like, go best friend. Okay, okay. That's how I feel like with the strippers, like their asses and stuff. No, I love like bullshit on their ass. Going right, like right, this. right. Scrub the ground, scrub the ground. Mm. Um, Teddy's going up and down. Yeah, it's right. like feed the, feed the kids the milk. You know? Mm. I love that. And also, let me tell y'all a story. When I was in Atlanta, I know I probably said it before, but this is my favorite story. I was with Polo the Don. He invited me out there. I was doing a video with Cimarella years ago. Being in Atlanta was the first time I actually seen a full naked stripper Ooh. bouncing on my leg with her vagina right here in my face, this close. And I was just stunned. <laughs> wow, that really boosted me up. I was just like, I was in awe. That was an amazing time. Then I went to another strip club. They climbed all the way to the top and damn near like dropped to the bottom but didn't fall. That was so entertaining. What the hell? I love Atlanta. Damn it. <laughs> Woo! That, that's how I went to a... Um, <laughs> I went to a strip club there, um, but I was eating. I think it was Magic Mike's okay. or something like that. Magic, something, Magic. And I was eating. They got the best food. Magic City? Magic City. There we go. Mm -hmm. They have the best food okay, in okay. a strip club there. And then I also went to a sex club. In Atlanta? Mm, a bathhouse. In Atlanta? Yeah. Yes, during the pandemic. Oh, you know, you're really risking it all. It was amazing. Did you use protection? 
Yes. I um, only had sex with one person there, but I've done, I did other things, of course. In the <laughs> steam room and in the sauna. Okay, well, when you give head, you don't give head with a condom. Oh, no, absolutely not. So your mouth has just been everywhere? No, it was on a couple. Damn it. Yeah. Thank God that but you're protected. I'm protected. Yes. But the good thing is about those bathhouses, they have mouthwash and um, all of that, all of the things that you need inside the restroom. Right. But what if you had like a cut and you didn't know and you're just giving head to multiple people and then next thing you know. Well, you don't have to be in a bathhouse to have a cut. I mean, even if you have a man, you can have a cut and you're sucking Understandable, but you were having, a, but if you had a cut in the bathhouse, bathhouse, whatever the fuck it's called. Ah. Uh-huh. And then you were doing that and you get something. That's So great. help me God. Okay. It well, didn't stop me. My mouth was definitely... Out of tension. Would you do it again? Absolutely. <laughs> Atlanta, when I come back, it's all the popping. I'm going straight back to that. Really? And then I went to the Waffle House after the eight, went to bed. Yeah, it was a really good time. My Waffle House experience wasn't good. I did not like <laughs> what it. Um, I, when I got to Atlanta, it was kind of late. That was open. Uh, it was by my hotel. I believe I had chicken and waffle. The chicken was not given what it was supposed to be. Yeah, <laughs> no, whoa. I need a redo because. I don't know why people talking about that place. Girl, it's called a Waffle House. You went there for some chicken. Chicken and waffle? Is, is that Ruskos? <laughs> <laughs> no, the Waffle House wasn't that bad. Okay, I'll just have waffles and I had a sausage and some hash browns. That's okay, okay. Well, that's light work. Right, but I mean, they do hype it up. So you feel like the chicken is supposed right. to be like top yeah. tier, top notch. But it wasn't giving LA chicken. Right. But I'm sure there's some places in Atlanta where you can eat some good chicken. For sure. I'm, I'm definitely sure. Yeah. I know every place damn near has hookah, which is amazing. Yes, a lot of places have hookah in Atlanta. They use their hookah different because they put the tinfoil around the bowl. Tinfoil around the bowl. So you know how sometimes out here they just put the coals on top and it's open? Uh-huh. In Atlanta, they put the tinfoil around it. Oh, up. I so see. So it makes it like a little house. Right, and then you got to look inside the house just to put... Exactly, just to, you know, the tongs. But is it, doesn't that make it hit harsher? It makes it harder, but it's good. If they know how to pack it right, then you flowing. You love hookah. Would you work at a hookah lounge? I would. I would. Definitely. And you guys don't know this, but Amber uses her nails sometimes with the coals to move them. And, she, and her nails don't burn. That's how you they, know. They do burn. They be a little black at the top. But I mean, who's watching? Ah, I never noticed that they burn. I mean, they don't burn down. Like, like they don't melt. Oh, no, no, no. Not too much. That's crazy. A little bit, though. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, I want to talk about this new venture. See, I didn't want to say anything because, you know, you speak about an idea, the next you know somebody else takes it from you and claims that it was theirs. <laughs> but anyways, out here, I noticed that it's not a lot of book clubs. Lately, I have been so intrigued with finding a new and a good-ass book. I be at home reading during my spare time, and it's really fun to me. I pick books that's going to keep me wanting more. I was thinking about doing a black woman book club. But now I just want to do a black book club, period. Men and women, because men need to get their ass in the books, too. Put the blood down and pick up the books. It's going to be called From Ratchet to Reading, <laughs> and I'm working on it. And I'm excited. You know, I hope people will want to join. <laughs> From Ratchet to Reading. From Ratchet to Reading Book Club <laughs> by Just Living Baby. And we have this on. What time is it? We need to mark this because this is what I'm going to do. Yes. Okay. You need to uh, make an Instagram for it. So I nobody. Ratchet to Reading Book Club. Okay, you guys. We, she already made the Instagram. It's right. <laughs> no, I'm going to make sure before I post this episode that it's, it's made. Okay, I'm going to make so, it today. Then. You know, the girls will go and go make it real quick. Yes. Go follow for Ratchet, Ratchet to number two reading. Okay. It's down in the description box. So click the link. Exactly. I want to join the book club. Absolutely. And I feel like, you know, I have to set everything up, but I want to be where it's like a subscription and we do like maybe two books a month. Okay. And maybe we can all meet up, wine and dine, and talk about the books or the Zoom for the people that's out of town. Oh, I just want. came out with a good idea for you, too. Okay. Oh, well, good. Let me put this in my notes now. Okay, cool. I'm not going to say it on a camera, but okay. I'm going to let you know after. Yeah, but that's something that has really been on my mind. And you know, they say when the Lord puts something on your mind, it's for a reason. And that's what I want to do. Yeah, that's good. Uh-huh. I need to get back into reading. No, seriously. Mm-hmm. I, I I forgot how much I used to enjoy reading. Mm-hmm. The Julie B. Jones, the, the right, Goosebumps. Yeah. <coughs> Harry Potter, when it was out before the movie came out. Ooh, like, you one of them, huh? Yes. Okay. I read everything but a Bible. And I need to get back into my work this year, though, for real. Absolutely. The book I finished, it was called The, pa- the Privilege of Prayer. Oh my gosh, that book was so good. It just when you're reading it, it just pumps you up. You feel like a miracle is about to happen. I need to read it. What's it called? The The Privilege of Prayer. Mm. I have to get the guy's name again, but it was so good. I got it from Pastor Kai. Okay, he shout out to Pastor me. Kai. Yes, awesome. He's starting. He's uh, trying to start a podcast as well. Really? Yes, yes. He said we um got him encouraged, 
and he wants to start him a podcast. Come on now. He said we would definitely be one of the first guests. Oh, Pastor Kai. Yes. Shout out to Pastor Kai. You know, he is just... I've been seeing him a lot on my For You page. Oh, that's good. Yeah, his videos are starting to circle around. And I, sometimes it's like it happens right when I need to hear it. Mm-hmm. He's being more consistent. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Consistency. That's another word that I want to be this yes. year. Consistent, persistent, moving with attention. Right. Definitely moving with attention. I never really understood what that meant. Until you said it. Yeah, for sure. Because I, like, wow. I really didn't think about it either. Because until I really figured, okay, I'm just out here giving my time to everybody, wasting time that I can't get back. Where's the attention? Where is this going? What am I doing this for? What is the purpose behind this? I got to move a purpose. Right. Yeah. And it's and it's okay to have fun and like go out and stuff. But then sometimes it's like, okay, I'm going out to do what the same thing to spend all my money. Right. What am I celebrating? I'm out here finna go broke behind what? To show off? Right. But people that don't even care about me, I'm buying bottles. What? Why? <laughs> Why? I didn't do nothing extravagant. What am I? Yay! What? <laughs> That's crazy. You gotta make it make sense. And then yeah. you look around and everybody, nobody's at your table but you and two friends, and you got two bottles of Casamigos. Wow. <laughs> Giving shots to people I don't even know to probably get in the car talking about me. Like, what am I doing? No, reality has really set in for me. Like, the mind is just totally different now. I'm really actually thinking things through because I'm usually so surface level. Yeah. I don't really take it there with my thinking. But now I'm going to the core because this means this because that means what? You know? Make, it makes sense. Yeah. Fully. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. That's how I move it this year. I don't even care. Oh, and I put and again, another thing I put down is being okay with just saying no. It's fine now. That's that's yes. it. Because sometimes I, you feel guilt at under no. Why? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know that's been me with guys. You know that. That's always been me. But uh, it's happening now. Right? You feel like you just, you got to say yes. Like, no, no. Can I come to the podcast? No, you can't. No. Right, right, right. And not everybody, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, absolutely. I, shit, I feel, I feel so bad sometimes. And I'm like, do you really, like, what are we going to talk about, babe? Exactly. What are you bringing? Because it has, it has to work both ways. It does. Yeah. It, you know, shit ain't cheap. Right. You know, we blessed, though. We blessed. God is Man. good. Yeah, for sure. And I do want to circle back to consistency as well because lately I've been trying to, okay, I told myself I was going to do a video every day because people are contacting me saying, I miss your motivation. Yes. your nail videos. They've been saying that because all they see are the promotions somehow with the algorithm. So I was telling myself, like, okay, try to post a video every day. But lately with me posting the videos and the algorithm, it's not getting the reach. It should. So when I only have like, oh, maybe 10,000 views with like four comments or maybe a, like low views, but right. I have all these followers, it's like, <coughs> it discourages me. And I want to take it down, but it's not about the numbers. Because it's going to reach who it needs to get to. Yes. And that's what I'm trying to just work on. Just put the content out there. Just yeah. doing it. Not the numbers will come when they come. Exactly. I don't know what it is. It's like a, I don't know if it's a spiritual block or a, like a social media block. Why is it like we can't get the reach? You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't know. It's crazy. Right. But but like I said, the other stuff does though. Yeah. The bullshit. The bullshit. Yeah. Recording homeless people, recording people on drugs, all kind of stuff. That got over 5 million views. Here I am praising the Lord, telling people, get up, do your thing, get happy, you got it. And it's only getting 2,000 views. Hello? And Diddy's been been trending for the last six months. Like, what the hell? Right. And you know, that shit is real crazy. That is. But everybody has a comment and something to say about that. Cat William said he turned down $50 million. Oh, yeah. That was a very good podcast interview. Okay. Kat, yeah. we need you to uh, come over here and sit down. please. And thank you. Right? I need all the tea. And he was just dropping it all. It was just free-flowing. Right? I learned right. that he lived in Sacramento. Mm. Yes, he would do his shows there 50-50 because he said half of the audience would be white, half of the audience would be black. Okay. So he wanted to make sure that he can handle both, you know, and then he moved to the Bay Area and he did shows in the Bay Area and that prepared him to move to L.A. and do shows in L.A. Wow. Yes, that's what I learned from the Love interview. That. See, I actually watched a little bit. Okay. Then I watched an interview with SZA and it made so much sense while she's not sitting on our couch. Oh, and we, yeah. I love her. Yeah, she does not like, she has social anxiety. Like, really, so she has anxiety really bad. Yeah, everybody says they have social anxiety, but then they're out here on stage and in the streets shaking ass. This is very crazy to me. Is this a new form of social anxiety? <laughs> Friend. I'm just trying to figure it out. You know, <laughs> I, I don't know. It blows my mind. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> well, you learn something new every day. Right. 
<laughs> yeah, this year with the guests, y'all, we're going to try to get some great guests, some guests that we all can relate to. You know what I'm saying? Some guests that are willing to just come on and, I guess, be real and be open. Yeah. Be transparent. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't really have to be celebs. It doesn't always have the, to be. We want the locals as well, right? What do you guys want? Like, what kind of guests do you guys want to see? Because this is the thing, you guys love our solo episodes. You guys always comment, "Oh, I love it when it's just you and uh, you and Amber, or you and Jay." Like we understand it, but what if we have a guest? What kind of guest would you like to see? What would make you and be interested in watching the podcast at the beginning to the end? Right, right. Because I know some people skip on through and just find the parts that they like. Right, I've done that before with different podcasts. Me too. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I'm bored. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. We don't want to bore you guys. So let us no. know. Yeah. yeah. We switch it up. Shit. We switch this shit up this year. We definitely we get on time. Ooh, we really get on time. Are we? Up, oh, it's almost time to end. Eight minutes in. Okay. But before we leave, also, well, I guess we could do that right before. Also, hold on. Okay. If you want anything sponsored, clothing, water, wine, uh, vapes, any product, please be sure to DM at Just Us Podcast or email justuspod at gmail.com and we got you, okay? We want to help more businesses this year, get more sponsorships, and um, your brand deserves to be out here. Why not? What are you waiting for? Right? Promote with us. We got you. Right. Takes money to make money. <laughs> it really does. It does. You guys, even with this podcast that you guys... Woo! So much enjoy. We invested a lot of money in this podcast. And look, we are looking for a publicist, right? I've been reaching out to companies and everything because we want to take this to another level. We so passionate with this shit. We want it worldwide. Right. We ready to travel. We ready to reach new people and everything. So I've been reaching out, looking for, you know, a little PR. Y'all, ooh, the prices are out of this world. Yeah, it's a lot of money. But, you know, you got to invest in the things that you want. But those type of prices, baby, we got to make that first. Exactly right. Yeah. Because if you if you times that by the year, 12 months. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Look. That's okay. Guess what? Grind time. Prime time. Hello? It's our time to shine. Hello? Make we- it rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> Girl. You guys, this episode was just so relaxing. Just a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. It felt yeah, so good. Whole day ahead of us. Yeah, it felt so good to just come on here and just talk, have a conversation. Sometimes you just need to just come and just have a conversation. You don't have to do all the extra stuff. You don't have to break shit down and be all serious all the time. Sometimes it's just cool to just vibe. Uh, 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 uh. And that's what we did today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it felt very good. It was good to see your face. Good to be back here. I needed this. I did. Right? Me too. I, I needed to be up early. Yeah. Now I'm going to go get some food. I'm hungry. I was trying to do my uh, fasting today. What's it called? Intermediate, intermittent fasting or some shit? Yeah, till four. But I am getting a little hungry myself. <laughs> she said no more fasting. Yeah, I'm getting some, ooh, I'm getting some little pounds back because i just been at home. I've been cooking. TikTok got me in a chokehold. I don't I made the Rasta pasta. I done made the inch. You made what? The Rasta pasta. And you didn't say me nothing that you bring me about. You know what? Next time. Oh, Fred. <laughs> it's been years. Gone. You was gone when I made it. it was oh, okay. Time. I was in Texas. Yeah, you was in Texas. Okay. Yeah. So I made that. I made enchiladas the other day. Tow it up. Um, today I'm going to make the custom chicken noodle soup from scratch. Ooh. Mmm. TikTok got some good recipes. I love a chicken noodle soup with a soda yes, on the side. With the egg, uh, noodles and all that. That's happening today. <laughs> it's done. Yes. Well, I'm one of your house. <laughs> Hold on. Let me get it together. Jesus. I'm one of your hosts, Jacob Willis. And it's your girl just living, baby. And we'll see you in episode 39. 39. <laughs> Hi, y'all. <laughs>